Memorial Day is a day of ceremonies and speeches. Throughout America today, we honor the dead of our wars. We recall their valor and their sacrifices. We remember they gave their lives so that others might live. At a ceremony at Gettysburg in 1863, President Lincoln reminded us that through their deeds, the dead had spoken more eloquently for themselves than any of the living ever could, and that we're living could only honor them by rededicating ourselves to the cause for which they so willingly gave a last full measure of devotion. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast. Welcome in to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast, number six. I'm your host, Dan Walker, along with host... Blake Walker. We are here on a special Memorial Day. Uh, looking out the window today, it's kind of... It rains, the sun comes out, the wind blows, and then it all starts all over again. So this week we're looking at a kind of eventful last week, Blake, of what was going on in Tiger Sports Land. All the track season stuff has kind of winded down, and now we're into baseball and softball. So we're going to take a moment. We're going to recognize what happened last week. Man, there were some great games going on over there at Fowler Field in the softball diamond, and we're going to take a look at that right now to see what's going on for past week and what's going to come up next week. Also a little bit later in the show, Blake, you sit down and visited with? Uh, Megan Doty and Kate Kriegel on the softball team. That was their media day. Yep. We, we spent some time actually with multiple interviews. We're going to highlight those two gals on this week's show. And then we're also working on getting some more pictures. Hopefully weather cooperates this coming Tuesday night. We could fill in the blanks. And we're going to throw out another media day hype video for the softball girls. Yep. We're pretty excited about that. Uh, the baseball team, Blake, you're doing quite a bit of work with Tony Stenberg right now yeah. uh, on their uh, media side, getting their um, after-game and pre-game stuff going on. So that's pretty cool stuff. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. So let's jump over right now on a, a game recap of last week. Like I said, it was a, a busy week starting out on May 20th. The Barsity Boys baseball team, they had a doubleheader against Albia. And, uh, yeah, two games against Albia. The first one, Blake, you stayed for the games. We did that uh, as kind of a follow-up. We had media night for the girls, and then this was also going on. So why don't you give a, a closer on that? Yeah, so uh, Grinnell took on Albia, the first official game of the year, and uh, they smoked them 16-1 uh, in that first game. That thing only made it to four innings before they called it uh, even. And they said, all right, mercy rule, we're just going to get off the field. Um, but, so then Albia had to come right back out, and they had to play again, and Grinnell won 7-2. to two, So, a uh, really good opening night for the Tigers to get a 2-0 win, and, or to win two games there and to start the season 2-0. Uh, it was a great night, and they, they looked really good, especially to win 16-1. That's pretty good. Now he has a pretty good team, so pretty good. Who was our winning pitchers on the night? Uh, we had... Uh, uh, Jake Hole, he, he brought home the win in the first game, and then uh, Owen Coffin brought out that win in the second game. Um, so really, really good night. Uh, Jake's one of two wins that week, I should say, um, for how well he performed. He won uh, player or pitcher of the week 
for Grinnell and Parker Johnson won Hitter of the Week for Grinnell, and those were posted last night on the baseball uh, media page. I know that uh, Coach Stenberg, he had some comments on the, the VNN package that they send out to the media, and he just said that it was incredible. They racked up 20 hits all in a day, so I think he was quite impressed with what was coming out there. And uh, as they look forward into the rest of the week, as we're going to talk about here, uh, they didn't stop. They kept going. Uh, jumping across over to the uh, on the 22nd, we do have some kind of bad news for the boys' soccer team. Uh, they traveled down to Pella. It got switched. It was supposed to be at Orange Park. The the weather kind of messed them up a little bit, so they found a neutral site in Pella. Plus, it's on an AstroTurf field, so they have to worry about the rain. Blake, talk a little bit about their game with Knoxville. So they took on Knoxville. The Panthers, I believe, were eight and four going into the game. Knoxville had to beat well, actually nine and four. Beat uh, PCM Monroe earlier uh, in the week on that Monday on the 20th. Uh, Grinnell had beaten Knoxville earlier in the season, um, but sadly they could not get it done over in Pella. Knoxville just on top of them all night, 3 to nothing. It was 1-0 at halftime, um, and Grinnell just could not keep up. They were slipping and sliding all over that field, and you know, it really stinks that Arns Park wasn't ready. Uh, the water that we got over the past few days was uh, a lot. A lot of puddles filled up on the field, so Grinnell had to play at uh, Pella against Knoxville, and the Panthers just got the best of them. But, I mean, a loss is a loss, and it really hurts. But, you know, Grinnell has played so well this year, and one loss doesn't define a team. Uh, you know, Little Hawkeye Conference champs for the first time ever, that's a huge deal. And Knoxville is an incredible team, and I don't think people will give them as much credit. Knoxville went on to beat Pella just a few days ago. Knoxville's going to the state tournament. I mean, my goodness, they really deserve it. And when talking to the players, they said Knoxville improved. I mean, Knoxville just got so much better. So a huge props to the Panthers for all that they did. But the Grinnell boys soccer team, a great season. Sadly, not the way you wanted it to end. But, you know, there's always improvement. And you always come back stronger next year. Obviously, you're going to lose a few seniors. But I think they're still going to be really good coming into the next season. Yeah, it was definitely fun. You know, it's kind of the indifferent side as we started this podcast right in the last three games of the season right. for uh, that soccer team. So it was fun to see him end out that season, and we really started to follow him pretty close. All right, so following up with that, we jumped to Thursday night on the 23rd. Busy night over at the Grinnell Tiger Ball Diamonds. The The girls hosted South Harden, uh, knocked it out of the ballpark, and literally the first pitch, first hit, Megan Doty hit a home run. And the rest of the team must just thought that's the way we're going to play the rest of the season because they just nailed it into the night with a 17-0 shutout done in three innings. Three innings. So they they must have felt like we could beat the boys up a little bit. Instead of four innings, we're going to do it in three innings. So it it was pretty incredible. Meredith McKnight, just uh, she was the pitcher that night. So in the circle, three innings, she only gave up two hits and three strikeouts, zero walks. So... That was just incredible uh, for Meredith. Uh, congrats on that win for that. Also, I think, Blake, you were at the other side on the Thursday night for the 23rd. The uh, boys' baseball team hosted West Marshall. Yeah, they took care of business. Uh, took took down West Marshall, who was a good team. They were really good last year. Um, as two pitchers combined to throw a shutout, pretty much. Um, Jaden almost threw a perfect game, technically. Uh, they had one error, uh, I believe, in the second or third inning, and that left him a little off. But he didn't have the greatest hitting night, but pitching Jaden absolutely did an incredible job. And uh, um, 
it was a great night. I mean, yep. really good pitching. Uh, good, good finish stop for them. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, again, what I can't – the one who's probably just smiling from ear to ear, not because his two boys are playing baseball, but Chris Kaufman, the athletic director, activities director, seeing those results coming from those ball diamonds after all the other sports season is done – Summer's just getting started, yeah, yeah. and you know right now we're gonna talk a little bit more about this baseball team, but but they're just they're they're just flying they on this season and how they're doing. And Tony Stenberg's doing an excellent job along with the other coaches out there too, uh, and the hard work for these players. Uh, so move on to Friday night, Friday night's games. <laughs> we, we're all living right here in Grinnell, so those who are out of state and don't know, it rains every every 12 hours, I think, yeah. the way we're going. We have puddles, and one thing they had on the Internet, they said by the end of next Tuesday or, or tomorrow night, we could be five to seven inches of rain in Grinnell, Iowa. And the way it's going, the way this afternoon's been, I would believe that's going to be a possibility. So going on to Saturday's games, May 25th, uh, the baseball team traveled to BGM for a, a four-team tournament. Uh, Blake, why don't you follow up on that one? Yeah, so Grinnell took on Clear Creek Amana in their first game of the tournament. Four teams. It was uh, Grinnell, Clear Creek Amana, Baxter, and BGM. Um, Grinnell took down Clear Creek Amana 2-1. Uh, to one. Uh, and talking to the players, they didn't think it should have been that close. They were a little disappointed with themselves, but a win's a win. Clear Creek Amanda had a guy on third in the last inning, and uh, Grinnell luckily got out of the jam to win the game, and then it must have lit a fire right underneath them because they went on and took uh, on BGM, who was the host of the tournament in the second game, and they got rid of those guys pretty quickly. 12-2, to two, ended in seven innings like a normal game, but Grinnell took easily took care of VGM uh, and they won the tournament so yeah. really nice good day and it's always good to go on the road I, that was the yeah that was the first road game of the year technically and uh, it's not easy to win on the road here in the state of Iowa especially when baseball is such a good sport here yeah and they and they finished up five and0 yeah. in, a, in a week stretch so you know it's kind of amazing five games it's the they only, they only were there six six days of the week one one night got canceled with that double header in, in there so they ended up five and zero on the week, and uh, I was trying to think who we had two Tony Stenberg centers. Who was the players of the week for week one? So week one it was uh, Jake Cole who had a great week. Um, I had his uh, statistics here. Let me pull them up real quick. So Jake uh, he finished um, as the pitcher of the week. Parker Johnson ended up the hitter of the week. Jake finished with a two and zero record this week, a one point two seven ERA. And he had 16 strikeouts, so that was a really good week. And then Parker Johnson had a .875 quality at-bat average, which was really cool. Seven RBIs and five stolen bases. So a really good week for both Johnson and Hull. And uh, that's a big deal. I mean, that's a really good start. And they're one of the main reasons Grinnell's off to a 5-0 start. Yeah, and and both uh, the softball and baseball team, they have another big week coming forward. So uh, right now what we're going to do is we're going to take a couple minutes Take a break, and we're going to slide right into Blake's interviews with Megan Doty and Kate Kriegel. So we'll be right back for that in just a few seconds. Special guest. All right, we're here with senior shortstop Megan Doty. Megan, uh, obviously not the greatest season last year, but definitely you're looking to improve. And uh, how have you guys as a team improved coming into this new season? 
I think last year we were really young, so just getting that year of experience I think is really helpful. I know my eighth grade year, it was just kind of a lot to take in, and freshman year I remember just coming back feeling a lot more confident, so I think that's what the girls will feel this year as well. So how have you improved this offseason? I know you've probably worked on a little bit. You've obviously played quite a few other sports here at the high school. How have you improved? Well, last year was my first year playing shortstop, so it was definitely a position switch for me. I've played second base pretty much my whole life, so just getting a lot more reps there has helped a lot. So what's the expectations for the team? Obviously, it's to get better, but what do you want to see as a team grow? Just be really competitive within the conference. Little Hawkeye Conference is very um, prestigious when it comes to softball. We usually have multiple teams go to state. So just being competitive there, getting some wins, that'd be awesome. Well, good luck to you and good luck to the team. Thanks for interviewing. All right, and finally, we're here with uh, Kate Kriegel, the catcher. Uh, Kate, um, so how have you improved this offseason? Uh, in terms of catching? Um, I've spent a lot of time just catching for pitchers, going to camps, working on different drills to make myself stronger and just um, just a better catcher overall. What makes you want to come out to the softball field and play with all these guys? It seems like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, I really like spending time with my teammates. We're together a lot in the summer, so it's really important that we get along really well. And also just having fun with like our coaches. They make it all a lot of fun too. So we've talked about the jerseys. How did you guys get the jerseys? It's a little bit of a unique way you guys got them. We did a fundraiser through Hy-Vee where we sold discount cards, and they we got all the proceeds, so that was really nice that we didn't have to, like, kind of share that. Yep. So you guys look good while doing it, and hopefully you play well while doing it as well. Good luck to you this season. Yep, thank you. All right, Blake, great job with those interviews. You know, those are two girls that they're going to win some ball games. And we did those interviews before they had their first game. And they have the determination before they even said it. So they actually went out and took care of business just like they said they were going to do. Uh, you know, and then, you know, you're in your interview, you talked about their uh, uniforms. Kate Kriegel talked a little bit about their fundraising they did. You know, hats off. Last week, Mike Doty talked about Hy-Vee and their uh, donation of those cards that all that money went right back to them. Uh, Kate discussed a little bit of how they did their fundraising. They went out. Every girl on the team, they put their heart into it. They sold the cards. They brought money back in to get those uniforms, and they look great. You know, they look good on the field, uh, a couple different colors, uniforms. So it's pretty cool that those girls went out and, and made that um opportunity happened by you know taking the time to fundraise out there so all right so let's go ahead and go a little bit further next week's activities are actually we're on monday let's yeah. talk about what's going on tomorrow so uh so yeah so tomorrow tuesday may 28th girls varsity state tournament for golf that takes place at otter creek lake and park i believe that's in ankeny tuesday and hopefully the rain holds off uh the baseball and softball teams are over at oskaloosa conference play starts it was an easy start for this baseball boys baseball team, but this is where it gets hard. As of last year, they got off to a quick, what was it, 9-0, 10-0 record season start, and then conference play hit. They still played well, but that's when it starts to get really competitive, especially Oskaloosa, a really good baseball team. And the girls' soccer team heads to Nevada to take on the Cubs. That is the first game. That's the playoffs. That's That could be their last game of the year, or they, if they win, they move on. So that's a huge game for the Grinnell um, girls' soccer team. Moving on to Wednesday, the golf uh, tournament is still going on, so we'll keep everyone updated on that. Tennis, girls varsity state individual takes place at the University of Iowa Tennis Center. Macy Harris is taking part in that, so we wish her the best of luck. 
Um, and that's the slate for Wednesday. Going on to Thursday, um, the, again, the Ver Girls Varsity State individual um, tournament for Macy Harris at the University of Iowa Tennis Center. And then the softball varsity team takes on Vinton Shellsburg at Vinton Shellsburg. Which the girls softball team, they go on like a, it's a, it's a like six. It's like a nine-game road Yeah, nine, nine games in a row. There could be a lot of traveling. And on the 31st, which is Saturday, they're in a, a three- or four-team tournament. Yeah, on the 1st of June, yeah, over in East Marshall. Yeah. So, uh... And then also, Friday night, the 31st, they're also at, at West Branch. Yeah, and yeah. that's a three-game yeah, yeah, three three tournament, tournament. three-game tournament. So, so that's against Benton and, yeah, West Branch. So, really, really busy night. Um, Friday night, uh, there's a lot going on. There's an FCA event. There's a boys' tennis uh, get-together. And a senior showcase for the uh, theatrical part of Grinnell High School is also Friday night. So that'll pretty much do it for this whole week. Not too busy of a week, but uh, softball team's pretty busy. Baseball team only has one game. So we'll keep everyone updated on social media. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll pretty much... Put a close on episode six here on this Memorial Day. We're, it's kind of a short one. We didn't didn't take a we did we put time into it. It's not we're putting time into it, but we know everyone has a holiday going on today. Blake, I just want to ask one question. Can you elaborate a little bit on what the senior showcase is? Uh, so the senior showcase is it's seven or eight of us seniors that were in theater. Uh, we have spent the last month directing a show that. Uh, well, we chose like a 15 minute short play that uh, us seniors chose individually. Some of them to, are together, like Jose and Daniel, uh, Jose Nino and Daniel Robelski. They're like combined directors. I'm by myself, I am directing one. And we got to hold auditions and we casted underclassmen to be part of our shows. And we've been working on them for about a month. And we get to perform them, or our actors get to perform them uh, Friday night at 6 30. So um, come on out, come out and enjoy them. It'll probably be, probably last about two and a half hours to three hours. Really good stories, um, all family friendly plays. Um, and, uh, I think it's a lot of fun. It's really good to showcase what the underclassmen have in store and hopefully showcase us seniors as somewhat good directors. At least I hope mine turns out all right. So, well, we, we definitely looking forward to going to watch it just like we always have been you participate them in the last three years so now it's going to be neat to see one that you actually direct and, and it's awesome to see how the younger uh, classes so meaning 11th grade uh, 10th graders and the freshmen how they interact under direction of students instead of having a teacher tell them exactly what to do so that, that's pretty cool we are looking forward to that also just a, a kind of a finalized thing you can always make sure you can listen to this podcast on now we're on uh google play you can find us on the the podbean podcast you could go right to our website so www.tigerslsn.com it's right on our homepage. Uh, for those who haven't seen the media day production of the baseball team that's also on our web page they're side by side just so you can watch that out there uh, you can always find us on our twitter account so at tigers live uh, underscore blake is at blake walker or blake underscore walker eight so you can always find him there also 
But just, you know, we really encourage you. If you you like it, let us know you like it. Give us a, a shout out on our Twitter account. Like us or follow us on our podcast channels, any of those out there. Uh, hopefully within the next week and a half, those who are diehard listeners of iHeartRadio, we're, we're in sync to be put on iHeartRadio, have our podcast on there also. So all, all the popular formats that you listen to podcasts on, you should be able to find the, the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. So for podcast number six, I'm Dan Walker. Blake Walker. Thank you for joining in, and we look forward to seeing you next week on podcast number seven. Happy Memorial Day.